Welcome to Ground Crew Adventures with Shala Avalon, guiding those with an Earth mission to remember cosmic disclosures of all kinds. A production of CosmicReality.com Hello and welcome to Ground Crew Adventures. We came to Earth with a mission to ascend this realm and we promise not to forget and... We came down, forgot everything, and got a tiny bit lost. But we're here now, remembering it all, in order to bring it all back home to the one. My name is Sharla, and I love to talk. So Nancy is giving me my own show. Thank you, Nancy. And you'll find us on CosmicRealityRadio.com. And thank you, listeners, participators in chat, so much for being here. And we are as lightworkers and starseeds, bringing our multidimensionality home during the great bifurcation of time. And as we try to make sense of it all, ascending this realm while remaining in the eye of the storm, I hope to bring you the latest space weather, Schumann resonance updates, news and insights from other starseeds and lightworkers across the world, and galactic disclosure of all kinds, because it's all happening all happening. We will also discuss ancient healing modalities. Once forgotten, we're going to be shining light on them and finding ways we can use them in our daily lives to thrive through the Great Awakening, as well as so many recent disclosure topics, guys. We've got so much to to talk about in each show. It's going to be great. And if you'd like to contact me for soul readings, Mayan signs or healing modalities, especially herbs, feel free to email me at starflowerherbs at protonmail.com. So with that out of the way, we should really talk about the Schumann resonance because there's been just weirdness afoot, guys. It's just weird. We had a 21-hour blackout on the usual Tomps one and then it was a steady sort of 7 hertz with a few minor peaks. And the Kumi Island VLF and ULF monitors that I talk about were also blacked out after a lot of activity. And now it's back at a height of 2,000 hertz. <laughs> it seems to be in conjunction with earthquakes we've been seeing across the world. We've had a massive 8.2 in Alaska. So Mother Earth is on the move. And we can really, really feel it, these magnetic changes. And the neutrons, photons and X-ray count is also... Um, not online, according to Space Weather Observatory, but the Navy one is, and it's it's really high as usual. And we're actually in an all-time galactic high for uh, cosmic rays as well. We've had eight hours missing data from LASCO that monitors the sun, and the activity we can see that they're gracing us with um, lets, lets us see a few mediumish flares, but we did have last week... Uh, because we haven't really gone live or been able to talk about it, uh, two halo bursts from the sun. So this energy is sort of swirling around. It, you know, the, the halo bursts all in one go. It's like an a, an energetic burst and a wave. So that's swirling around and it's exciting the atmosphere and us because these quantum particles from the messier objects is activating our DNA with these new tones and um, it is singing in the plasma as as Lisa Renee says and that's how it feels actually and our 
higher self family can actually pick up on that tone and we all have individual tones as well which is what's so beautiful so you might be experiencing some ringing in the ears and um it's a the body is adjusting to the song and it's just undergoing immense transformation as these particles rain down and so is the earth it's going right into the core of the earth and the core of the earth is actually changing so it's so exciting it is renewing our cellular telepathy that we once had it is rewiring our neurology so you might be finding it hard actually to sort of string a sentence together it's this and the cells communication is all being updated and this has always been a war over our dna uh, the satanic agenda to me is uh, the transhumanist agenda and the uh, christed path is the organic in in that's my my truth and this war has been going on for eons over our dna and that's why now um, the information about black goo has got to come out and the vaccine agenda. Because Harakut Vela said if enough people are conscious about this stuff, it just cannot function and it ceases to exist. So this is why I was trying to raise awareness on this. But I've seen other people like um, Ghost Ezra, who's got a lot of following. He's taken the baton off me, thank God because it was, it's really hard. Now I can concentrate on what is going on because that's going to get out in the public in the public now because I was studying graphene seven months ago, so I've had a head start and I see that it all leads to this um, agenda and also the DNA of things, which we're going to be talking about maybe in the next show. So um, a lot of people in the truth communities talk about the Schumann resonance peaking when things like harp are used to modify the weather and we do have a lot of weather going on. Yeah, and I think you know, probably they've got the technology to be able to do this underground as well. But we also have got magnetic changes. So um, don't let that scare you because um, I think there's there's a lot of magnetic changes. And actually there's some news about a very high energy gamma ray emission uh, from a blazar, which is different from a quasar because it actually faces Earth's direction and um, it spouts out all of these quantum particles as well, just like the sun. And that was actually facing Earth. So I'll read you the article that I found about that on physics.org. And as always, I'll leave a link in the chat. And yep, this is physics.org. Very high energy gamma ray emission. And they were saying it's really high in photons. So um, detected from Blazar TXS1515. 273. I never know why they don't name them. <laughs> um, and I had a dream from um, a, a dream previously that we were actually doing this ourselves from from the future. So that's an interesting um, take on it as well. And this was actually on the 27th. I lost my bit on the page there <laughs> of uh, July. So uh, international team of astronomers has carried out multi-wavelength observations of a blazar known as TX1515273. They detected very high energy gamma ray emissions from this source for the first time. The finding in the, 
is detailed sorry in a paper published July the twentieth on arxiv.org. Blazers blazars classified as members of a larger group of active galaxies that host active galactic nuclei are the most numerous extragalactic gamma ray sources. Their characteristic features are relativistic jets pointed almost exactly towards Earth. Based on their optical emission properties, astronomers divide blazars into two classes, flat-spectrum radio quasars and BL Lacarte objects, which, right, so there's two different ones. So this one is a really big one, and it's been, it's the first time that this one has actually um, gone off, if you like. So that's really interesting, and it's something to keep an eye out, is the galactic news and the space weather, because it's really changing up there. We've also got something about the sun um, and the new magnetic waves that have been found on the sun that we're going to talk about later as well. And I wrote an article, I think it was in 2019, and a video entitled Quasars to Quarks, and it's a journey of cellular awakening where I go deep into this topic and how gamma waves from the sun and from these quasars and blazars, as well as other cosmic rays and air showers, uh, are causing us at an atomic level to oscillate faster. And the faster we oscillate, the more um, quarks that are happening inside of our cells and this is making light and this is in science terminology called the god particle and it's what CERN I believe have been trying to create colliding all sorts around at high speeds all these years and our cellular knowing is returning because of all this light it's the stuff we're made of if you look at our atomic level and Light is information and soap CERN have not got a hope in being able to recreate this organic process no matter how hard they try. So um, there's an article I'd like to read and share with you about, uh, about gamma waves and photons and it's from Dr. Shavi on Disclosure News Italia and it's titled We Are Being Offered Accelerations in Life Force. In May of 2019, a crack in Earth's magnetic field allowed 1.2 billion massive amounts of gamma radiation plasma from the sun of our galaxy to enter the planet, according to physicists and laboratories across the world. In other words, tremendously powerful coronal mass ejections have occurred, and since that time, CMEs have soared from the sun, directly plummeting to Earth, brushing out or brushing past her through as she moves throughout the galaxy. And prior to most CMEs, there are strong solar flares. The solar winds help CMEs and flares to thrust out. Sometimes, however, a CME will explode without powerful flares or winds preceding it. And we did have a couple of, um, I think we had one actually, or two maybe, one very small X flare, but we did have a, and it, it actually, when it does it, it just makes this X it's not like a flare like you see normally coming out. It's it's literally just this X shape. It's it's crazy. I'll try and capture a picture of it if I see one again. It thus has its own strength and magnitude and is part of a three-pronged process known as an energy wave. One of these prongs is cosmic forces, such as those described. Two are vibrational frequencies and amplitude of Earth. And three, collective human consciousness, 
which fluctuates in energy currents that are either high or low, or mixed up a little bit like they are at the moment. <laughs> there is constant movement up and down, around and around, back and forth, like the number eight on its side, which is the symbol for infinity. Planetary and galactic energies are either gently gliding or powerfully surging. Nothing is standing still. The three anciently taught states of creation, continuance and transformation are ongoing. The bottomless depth of this infinite darkness is filled with light. What may seem to be darkness is only an illusion, a concealment, which will eventually reveal an effect. There is no empty emptiness, for everything has spirit, life force. These are ancient teachings, many of which come from the Emerald Tablet, the original Kabbalistic laws, which have been rendered throughout various sacred teachings for many cultures for many thousands of years. Dr. Shah, founder of the Institute of the Soul, Mind, Body Medicine, has said, this era, this century, will be led by the spirit. He advises us to pay pay close attention to the soul for directions to life circumstances. He teaches us there is no illness, only three categories of blockages, energy, matter and spirit. An energy blockage is an interruption of the vital life force, your chi or your prana, at a cellular level. When the cells expand, energy outside the cells transforms into matter inside the cells. A matter blockage then occurs, which is a disruption of the material inside the cells. Such is that it cannot transform into the energy needed to feed the other parts of the body. For example, the condition called anemia is a lack of matter or material in the form of red blood cells which give oxygen. A spiritual blockage occurs as a result of errors in thought, word or deed in the now or in past incarnations from which disharmonious karmas have been locked into the cellular memory. Purification of all parts of self, physical, mental and emotion, can be accessed by a meditation in which Mandarin Chinese is known as Chulin. Dr. Shah further teaches that when we serve humanity, Mother Earth or the entire universe, Our service is recorded in the Akashic Records as good karma, and our healing power is increased. Therefore, being self-serving will not accelerate our life force, regardless of the amount of light surging into the planet, which results in light activation symptoms. Therefore, having two distinct operations, they are either wake-up calls to elevate higher and connect with God, Source, to serve creation, or... We are being regenerated and transformed into crystalline frequencies and being given enormous spiritual power. Thus, we need not be concerned about those who engage in dense, dark activities because they are attracting a karmic consequence. They will miss the light. As ancient teaching states, for those who seek to pollute themselves, an opening will be made. For those who seek righteousness, they will be aided. And that's from the Emerald Tablet. At times, we have free will to choose our thoughts, emotive, responsive and actions, and we receive either consequences or blessings accordingly. 
because of the sweet mercy of God or source. However, it is never too late to change dissonance into harmony and begin to receive the light. Remember, just as stated above, some light activation symptoms are wake-up calls. Think of the biblical story of the prodigal son. Although he continually disappointed his father with bad behaviour, when he awakened, elevated in consciousness, to the errors of his actions and returned home, returned to the light, all was forgiven, and his father even gave him a beautiful cloak and an expensive ring. And these are a metaphor for blessings. Every path has similar parables to teach us lessons in the importance of being guided by spiritual principles, from the oral divine revelations of the rishis to the oral teachings of the Native American elders to the book of coming forth by day by the Mahabharata to the Zohar, to the Torah, to the Holy Bible, to the Holy Quran and more. We are taught the best ways into which to travel to the cosmic highway. As constantly discussed, light is becoming brighter and more potent. This can be realised in the material sense by the sunlight that is so bright. We can no longer give our little children orange or yellow crayons with which to draw. The sun on a sheet of paper like many of us did years ago. The sun is a pure gateway of light from the great central sun, which is a gateway. We are also hearing the ringing sounds in our ears, yes we are, of the planetary energies glowing with the light. In essence, we are hearing light. As the amplitude of earth rises and the vibrational frequency lowers the up and down on a teeter-toter, this commonly known Schumann resonance or power carries decoding of the light codes, manifestations of the energy waves, messages in being invited to accelerate higher and receive more light or to just get started receiving it and to be birthed anew. It's best not to sugarcoat what is occurring in our now because to do so, it is only to be a, in only to be in fantasy while 3D happenings are continuing. We can rise above the chaos and confusion and increase our life force. The more we do this, the better, because we are in all we are all links of, of a proverbial chain. However, sometimes a chain does break because of a weak link. The choice then is to have the chain anchored together at another spot in the chain, even though this will make the chain shorter or purchase a new chain. Sometimes it's better to purchase a new chain. The chain metaphor symbolises that those who resonate with divine teachings will be led to others who also resonate with them, and together they will receive enormous amounts of light in which to heal, help others heal, and serve the planet and serve the galaxy. They will continually accelerate individually and collectively in life force, and there will be no energy, matter or spiritual blockages. And like a rainbow quartz, they will have the refraction of the sunlight of the now, having become even more beautiful by being anchored to the divine revelation. Jupiter, known as Guru in Sanskrit, the planet of higher consciousness and long-distance travel retrograde in Pisces, the sign of an invitation to spiritual elevation as of July the 30th, and the same, at the same date as summer and winter solstices above and below the equator on Ju June the 20th, 
can take us back on a journey to the ancient days where we can retrieve great teachings which were messages for the now. Spiritually, the light that we witness daily, as well as the cosmic energetics occurring left of the central sun to arrive in our now, a very, very long time ago. After all, they were fashioned at creation, a space-time continuum we cannot analyse or calculate. We can only experience their existence. They are angels in life force. I love that. I love Dr Shabby. And I wanted to bring you another one, actually, because there was a major cosmic update by Dr Shabby on DisclosureNews.it. And this was on the 30th of July. It seems quite important to read out. A massive blast of light photons from the great central sun arrived into Earth's inner and outer field yesterday, Thursday, July 29th, 2021, at approximately 7.30pm Eastern Standard Time. The magnetosphere of the planet is that is now charged with these, uh, filled with these charged particles. Days prior, however, the energetics from the light began to brush the planet, causing tremendous surges and strings of tectonic plates and the electromagnetic fields, resulting in an 8.2 earthquake in Sandpoint, Alaska, July the 29th. After this date, it already, after this state. After this state, already experienced a 6.1 quake earlier the same day. The possibility of a tsunami was issued on the west coast of California. Earthquakes occur throughout the planet daily in smaller, hardly detectable surges of 1.0 and slightly higher levels. However, in recent years, quakes have been very strong around the world, many being over six. There is also currently floods happening in various places around the globe. Intense heat in certain areas and other types of weather situations such as tornadoes, hurricanes, severe thunder and lightning and storms, etc. The pulsations from this cleansing and illuminating light blast that is filled with solar codes are expected to remain throughout the weekend and acclimations to its frequency will happen for several days into next week. This morning, Friday, July the 30th, people have been reporting headaches, dizziness, inability to obtain sleep last night, aching muscles, mostly the backs, hips and knees, rapid heart rhythms and anxiety. Remember, when the planet is activated due to cosmic vibrational frequencies, creation upon her are happening as well. Acclimations to the light cannot occur if chemical medicines are ingested because the cellular records of the physical vessel will not recognise them as natural. The following are from verses in various world scriptures as well as from books dealing with spiritual occurrences which will assist with what's happening in the current now. So number one is Malachi in the Holy Bible, 4.2. The sun will rise with healing in its wings. That's lovely, isn't it? Number two. Let showers shower down new waters, new earth, new trees, new health and new healing powers. And that's in the Zend Avista, part one. I've never heard of that, but there you go. 
God, God will bring truth, but God will bring untruth to naught in the Holy Quran. There is naught whatsoever higher than I, and that's the Bhagavad Gita. The earth is now following an ascended movement, and everyone should force themselves to harmonize with the currents of ascension. <laughs> that's a bit forceful, isn't it? <laughs> That's from Bulgaria. <laughs> I will illuminate countless realms with light to enable everyone to become Buddha. And that's one of the 12 vows of the medicine Buddha. The sun is the greatest of all orbs in this part of heaven. And that's from the teachings of Thoth in the Emerald Tablet. The future of humanity is based upon them obtaining illumination. And that's the leaves of Moira's garden. Powerful light will now continually sweep the planet of dross so that the spiritual gold can occur. There will be times of pulling back of light frequency so that the acclimation to its potency can be obtained. But there will also be times when the energy currents will be like a constant pummeling. What I saw was uh, actually our soul star chakra um, is like a shower head, if you like. It's like a transistor. And the energy that's coming in, it's giving you as much as you can handle. Might be a little bit too much. We've got to try and acclimatise it because we've never been through this before. And to be honest, it's amazing we're still standing going through all this. And so uh, Soul Star Chakra is, is a transistor and it is this energy is coming in as much. So if you find this too much, just say to yourself, it's just too much. Can I have a rest? Can I have some sleep tonight? Can I not dream about anything, any missions or any um, anything else? I just want restful sleep and it will be so. This is in your control. Never feel like it's not in your control. And I really wanted to, to say that as well while I remembered it. Um, so I'll carry on. <laughs> Remember the three aspects to this now to receive source light. Number one, it's clearing out cellular records and transformation of DNA. And you might find some memories or um, experiences coming up in, in your imagination or in thoughts. And they're just popping up for you to try and release with love. No judgment. Just release with love and carry on. And that's literally what, what we're all doing at the moment. Light is, number two, light is pouring into us and thus illuminating us. New encodings. And three... Are having to acclimate or adjust to light received. Sophisticated technology is excellent for giving us an idea of how strong the frequency and amplitude of Earth is being affected and thus how we too can be affected. However, source light is far beyond being able to be completely calculated. It can be sensed and experienced and felt. I mean, I felt my heart just bursting open actually these um when i've been meditating these last few weeks it's been absolutely blissful in some cases prior to its arrival the light um those who are highly attuned to the ethereal ethereal realm can receive messages concerning what is about to occur listen to the light so we've got to listen to it. And that's what I'm trying to do. It seems to be giving me a cellular knowing. I don't know 
how I know, I know, and then I go through the internet and I try to and go read books and try to um, prove the cellular knowing that I have. And that seems to be how it works for me. And I meet um, other beings in meditation space. I don't really channel. I did think I was channeling, but I'm, I'm not actually channeling. It's a, it's a cellular knowing. And I don't know if um, other light workers are actually having that. And, you know, they, they might think it's, it's a channeling, but... That's my experience anyway, and I aim to try and explain my experiences to make it easier for anyone listening that um, would like to have spiritual experiences, because some of it just needs to be demystified, you know? It's just all too (laughs) mystical. Right, now, onward. Let's go to a great update from girlintheuniverse.com. I love her updates. Energies are here. Magnetosphere surrounded by big, dense, high vibrational energies. Gaia is rising. We knew the light had won. We knew we had done it. And now we're just catching up. Time to anchor in that light. Hold your space and frequency. Be that amazing beacon of light you came here to be. Do whatever it takes to keep your frequency high and balanced. Staying in your highest frequency is key to lessening the ascension symptoms, which should also begin to lessen over the next few weeks as you begin to step into a new level of you. This is all happening because of you. You heard the call. You took the mission. You came to the planet, leaving your memories and abilities behind. You did that. Now you're about to recapture you all over again. Hold that light. Now it's your time to literally shine. And then there's another one. And um, the Schumann resonance showed a few spikes today. Finally reacting to the energies that have been rolling in for days. Makes you wonder a bit. Why offer space tools if they're incorrect? I'm glad we've become energy magnets and that we can feel and anticipate the energies as they come in. You no longer need tools. You have you. You're your own amazing energetic guide, surfing the energies as they flow in, allowing yourself to expand more and more with each new day. Oh, I love her updates. They're great. So I think the hiding of the Schumann as everything seems to these days, has like multiple levels to it. And talking of earth changes, floods and weather modification, NASA, never a straight answer, because they love us so much, have released a a propaganda campaign to try and cover up events by dutifully notifying us of moon wobbles and catastrophic floods. I mean, you just, you, you could, I've never heard of that before. And I'll leave the link in chat below. I'm not going to read it because it's just a load of rubbish. Um, If you want to, you know, read it, it's good to understand the numerology in it. And they're using six and nine. So they're using three, six, nine to manifest. And hopefully if I've got time, we're going to talk about that later. And um, I believe as well as Lisa Renee mentions as well, and uh, Dr. Shavi and other spiritual teachers that have been around for years. It's the imprint we have in our DNA of catastrophic floods and um, Armageddon sort of programming. And I think it's it's really like, you know, connected to that. And they like to repeat history over and over again to uh, wipe out history, you know, really, when they're the victors. So they're the ones that have been sort of hiding off planet while um, they create all sorts of, of nonsense. And... Um, then they rewrite history their way. 
and they leave out all the good parts, you know, about how amazing we are, and it's just not happening on our watch. It's not happening this time. Um, I have a knowing that this won't happen, and, I mean, you can you can take that or leave it, because I know some are, like, suspicious observers. He's convinced we're going to have a pole shift, but I'm pretty sure we're not. We're going to have... Um, a magnetic shift it's a shift to organic magnetism and that's why i'm here to to help with that that's why i'm stationed on the ground and i'm I'm ground crew and other star seeds are and the memory of that is coming back and the memory of past catastrophic floods is coming back because it's the past is coming back so that we can heal it so this memory we've got of uh you know like tataria or atlantis or lemuria if you want to go back even further um, we were probably alive during those times, or our ancestors are, and it even says open in science that our DNA holds our ancestral memories in. So regardless if we had past lives or not, our ancestors did, you know, and they were they were there. So that memory is imprinted in our DNA, and with all this photonic light that's coming, it is activating these memories so they can come up for clearing. And I just find that kind of ironic that they're bringing that up um and on my home feed i know it's probably because i look at a lot of space weather and space stuff but it seems to be oh an asteroid is gonna hit earth it's a near you know and i've been watching them for years and they 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 miss earth all the time and sometimes they pass earth and they actually don't even notice them until they've gone completely past so now everything they're trying to make a big deal out of everything you know and oh the sun it, that was even on the home page. That's had a flare. It's like, wow, they've had flares, flares for years. You know, it's not, um, it's not, it's not uncommon. And and they're trying to scare us and bring back this memory, this fear, because to be in fear, is, you know, you're stuck. You're not um, able to connect in your heart, and you can just see it all happening around us, can't you? That they're trying to fear monger us everywhere. It's just, it's just crazy. So um, there must be something cool going on in that ionosphere, and I'm going to leave this beautiful picture in chat as well. It's much more interesting to look at than the the, the moon wobble rubbish. It's um, blue auroras were seen over Canada, uh, Canada, sorry, <laughs> and I'll, I'll again leave that that picture in chat. It's absolutely stunning. I've never seen it. it's like a deep purpley blue, guys. It's just absolutely beautiful. And um, there has been news on the from the Journal of Astronomy and Astrophysics on Tuesday, July the 20th, about newly discovered slow magnetic waves. So I wanted to read that article with you. And it's from space.com. Just getting it up on my screen. For the first time, scientists have observed giant, slow-moving waves of plasma on the surface of the sun that could help explain the mystery behind the star's magnetic field. Looking at 10 years worth of data by NASA's Solar Dynamic Observatory, researchers from the Max Planck Institute for Solar System Research and the University of Göttingen, both in Germany, detected plasma swells spreading through the solar surface at a slow speed of just three miles an hour, about as fast as a human walks. Well, that's on a good day, guys, isn't it? <laughs> As part of a new study, the scientists used computer models to recreate these waves and gain insight into their origin. They found that their motion is likely driven by the fact they have different areas of the sun, 
that different areas of the sun rotate at different velocities, a phenomenon known as differential rotation of the sun. For example, while polar regions complete one rotation in 34.4 days, the sun's equator spins around the axis within 25 days. The recently observed waves cover a large portion of the star's surface and are much bigger than previously known large, largest solar plasma waves described in 2013. So this is new disclosure, really. It's coming out in all sorts of different forms. We're learning so much more about our, our solar system and we, we, you know, through these uh, physics papers and science papers that I read. So that's the kind of disclosure that I hope to bring you as well. And the team hopes that by modelling how these waves look underneath the sun's surface, they'll be able to deepen their understanding of some of the processes that drives the behaviour of our host star, which is our portal and our gateway. And I don't think the universe is ever going to be the same and never be the same again. And given the choice, would you go back? Would you go back to 2017 with everything hustling and bustling around like it was and feeling like nothing was going to change? I don't think I I would. We're going where no man has gone before, guys, and it's just absolutely amazing. And bravery and courage is needed at the moment. So make sure you have a strong inner child. And this, I, I mean, I found from my experience, is is linked... Well, and I've heard other spiritual teachers talk about this, actually, is linked with our emotional um, pain and spiritual bodies. As I think Dr. Shavi, I wrote, read that, and Lisa Renee mentions that. I think um, Magenta Pixie also does. So childhood trauma is one of the things that can affect our inner child now. And um, up to adult, really, all trauma really affects our inner child. And... It affects us now, like, in how we deal with situations. So I can give you my tools and experience that has helped me because I had um, a pretty traumatic childhood. And you can see if this works for you. And it's just using your imagination with you as the adult going back in time, say, maybe to the first trauma that you physically remember and... You as the adult, you be the parent to that child. and Because what I found is going to counselling and things like that or talking to other people is only you know how um, you want, you know, you need healing. Only you can really offer that. And I think that is, um, it's, it's certainly something that's helped me. And it's certainly something that I've, I've given this technique to other people on Twitter and they've come back and said that it's it's really, really helped them out. So it, literally just in your imagination, you go to um, the child, you as a child, at your first point of trauma. And you just sit with the child, sit with you, <laughs> and you just cuddle, cuddle, cuddle yourself, talk, listen, see what she has to say in your imagination. And literally just let this play out because... What I found out is it's healing those past timelines and those past traumas. You're, parent, per, you're being a parent to your inner child by healing your past child traumas. And then you just you, you keep going back to that first time. And maybe the first time it might be very emotional. 
and that's bringing it up to the surface and that's what we really need to do to get to the crux of it if if you have you know trouble with this it's with, with your inner child or your emotional body or your pain body or your spiritual body it really does do a lot of healing and then um keep going back and you actually get to a point in your imagination where your inner child seems more um content happier able to play and you can literally go and visit your your in your child at the time of the trauma and after you've healed through things and cuddled or done whatever you need to just listen whatever needs to be done it's your your way and then you get to a point where you go to that child in your imagination and you're skimming stones across the river or climbing trees or you know doing wonderful things and having a great time and now I check in on my inner child and you know she's having a great time climbing trees doing all sorts of things because it's related to our inner child inside of us today and it it really does affect how we react to things in in that moment so if you could you know if you wanted to use that method please do and if you have any uh, joy with this pass it on to other people who you see might be having trouble because counselling this days just doesn't um, cut the mustard, does it really? Right, what should we do next? I think we should get to some majestic messages of disclosure. And I want to start with the first part of the Twitter and Aikun uh, drops operation that they had going. And we're going to go up to up to date with the most recent drops. Um, so MJ12 to me have proven their existence with uh by with flybys you know, that i've had and i've shared with you guys along with space force as well and my son has seen them we're going to try and get a decent camera so we can actually record them at some point um cameras are really expensive if you want to film things moving in space apparently and um i was the way that the comms are um, written are similar to when i go and see my interdimensional family in my imagination and they um they talk very similarly and i relate i really relate so it's my, one of my heartfelt truths and i think the information regardless if you um you know believe in in them or not is um some of the information is really unique and relates to spiritual knowledge and it's the kind of disclosure that i'm really really into and uh the year i was born actually in um southern england um i was i was give i remember that i was given the mission from my interdimensional family the guardians and um i remember coming in with a, a blue light coming into my mum and i chose the life in order to grow and i basically um in the year i was born it's really interesting i don't know if you've heard of it but um there was the airwaves in southern england got taken over by um well, interdimensional beings, let's put it that way, um, the Galactic Federation. And it's actually registered on Wikipedia. You can find it. And I think there might be something on YouTube um, relating to it. And you can actually see what happens. So I found an article that I could read out here. Um, and it says here, The Anchorman of the News <laughs> unenthusiastically reads the top world headlines. The audio portion of the televised feed was interrupted. The hijack of the television broadcast came 
not from pranksters looking for a cheap thrill, but from an extraterrestrial being who issued a dire warning to all the people of Earth. The Southern Television Station in England and one of their local transmitters jammed with a strange signal the evening of November the 26th, 1977, proved to be a real proved to be a real bizarre event for thousands of viewers and station employees. As the news feed rolled, the audio was interrupted. Viewers must have recalled in discomfort and shrieking as the crackling sounds cut through their speakers. Through the metallic static, they heard a deep buzzing that seemed to come through in waves. It was right then a deep masculine voice commanded their attention, and in an echoing voice, the speaker introduced himself as a representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command. Very little attention has been given to the actual message content itself, which almost never appeared in any media at the time. That's suspicious, isn't it? (laughs) Other than a few loose excerpts that were placed out of context and often completely misquoted. This event offers offers very interesting case study to compare against the vast channeled material received from extraterrestrials where the human brain normally acts as an intermediate. Here, the event was a direct transmission with no intermediate agent. And as we argue below, the message content is entirely consistent with everything we have learned since the initial extraterrestrial messages started to be received in the late 1940s. The warning bears extreme relevance in the world of today, where tough choices will have to be made regarding atomic energy, climate change and environmental degradation. The core focus of the message is about our deviation from cosmic law and how we are taking care of ourselves and our own planet and very much the law of one, which is the the book that I read when I was about 14, 15, I think. And it was absolutely amazing. It changed my life and made so much sense as to why I was here. So this is the message. I'm not going to put on a funny alien voice. So <laughs> This is the voice of Rilon, a representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command, speaking to you. For many years you have seen us as lights in the skies. We speak to you now in peace and wisdom as we have done as we have done to your brothers and sisters all over this, your planet Earth. We come to warn you of the destiny of your race and your world so that you may communicate with your fellow beings the course you must take to avoid the disaster which threatens your world and the beings on our worlds around you. This is the order that you may share in the Great Awakening I know they said it then, in 1977, as the planet passes into the age of Aquarius. The new age can be a time of great peace and evolution for your race, but only if your rulers are made aware of the evil forces that can overshadow their judgments. Be still now and listen, for your chance may not come again. All of your weapons of evil must be removed. It's time for conf- the time for conflict is now past, and the race of which you are part may proceed to the highest states of evolution. If you show yourselves worthy to do this, you have but a short time to learn to live together in peace and goodwill. Small groups all over the planet are learning this, 
and, and exist to pass on the light of the dawning of the new age to you all. You are free to accept or reject their teachings, but only those who learn to live in peace will pass through the higher realms of spiritual evolution. Hear now the voice of Rilom, a representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command speaking to you. Be aware also that there are many false prophets and guides at present operating on your world. And don't we know it, guys? <laughs> it's like a minefield out there. They will suck your energy from you, energy you call money, and will put it to evil ends and give you worthless dross in return. Your inner divine self will protect you from this. You must learn to be sensitive to the you must learn to be sensitive to the voice within so the voice within can tell you what is truth and what is confusion chaos and untruth learn to listen to the voice of truth which is within you and you will lead yourselves to the path of evolution this is our message our dear friends we have watched you growing for many years of you've watched our lights in the skies you now know that we are here and that there are more beings around your earth than scientists admit. We are deeply concerned about you and your path towards the light and will do all we can to help you. Have no fear. Seek only to know yourselves and live in harmony with the ways of your planet Earth. We here at Galactic uh, Ashtar Galactic Command thank you for your attention. <coughs> Sorry. We are now leaving the planes of your existence. May you be blessed in the supreme love and truth of the cosmos. Oh, it just gives me goosebumps reading that. It really does. It's, that's why we're here, guys. I just, just feel it. And when I read this, it was... I remembered everything about why I came to be here and the law of one as well. And to bring the law of one to Earth and to balance the harmonics of Earth, which I'm I'm kind of just learning about and how our energy um, in an awakened state actually helps balance and harmonise the Earth as she's going through this ascension. This is why we're here as well. So we're doing it, guys. And also, when I was really young, in uh, my back garden, I was about two is the first time I can really remember it, I can only describe them really as controlled hallucinations of some kind in my garden. And there were um, small sort of blue beings and these really large tall uh, beings. And they are um, helping us. They are the guardians. And when Space uh, space Force are now called the guardians, and that's just absolutely amazing. It just all, it all seems to be fitting in. And they are here to help aid us. Uh, they're actually just outside the um, Van Allen belt. Um, when I go in meditation and speak with them, so it's just just amazing. It's um it's really happening now, you know. And I I feel them back in. I feel I felt them really since about twenty twenty twelve. So um, majestic twelve again. From my point of view, they are kind of connected with. They know about the Galactic Federation. I've seen it in in the disclosures. Um, there's some rogue galactic federations and there's some good people in the galactic federation, I guess, as with with everything. So here is, um, uh, we have to do a little bit of this. Uh, yeah, we'll do a little bit of the 
Majestic 12. We've got 10 more minutes, so we're all right. Here is the 40,000 foot view. Majestic 12 was created as a result of Roswell cover story. Operation Paperclip was the reason. The task of MJ-12 was to conceal the extraterrestrial presence on Earth for reasons of national security. In late 1988, Majestic 12 reformed in an effort to bring the alien presence out in the open. Their disclosure programs were created and members of the Majestic 12 were labelled such as MJ-1, MJ-2, etc. to keep anonymity and even among Magic Eyes only classification settings. Majestic 12 has active operations ongoing in the United States from DIA assets using social media tools like Anonymous Official <clears throat> and, with, and this account to disclose vital information about the majestic reality that exists. This account is a conduit to three members' operations. Question. So MJ-12 started as a project to coalesce Nazi UFO tech, Nazi Bell aircraft, into one classified project, then later abandoned and reformed to declass the UFO into the public space, QAnon style. And the military is using accounts like this, and ANON, official, to do that. Answer. QAnon is a separate NSA operation, but where there's one, there's a hundred, all for different purposes, all playing hyperdimensional chess. Welcome to reality. However, the nature of that reality is not as you were taught. In alt physics, in classified program, in alt physics, classified programs exist that MJ twelve has declassed, meaning process of actual declassification of informa information pertaining to whether the secret is only present in order to protect criminality. This is why we operate 300 clicks away from the subject, but a tactical advantage over everything else without raising too much suspicion. Question. So the military intel agencies spreading info to the public and killing deep state via a thousand cuts via multi-sources, social media, medium, uh, media, MSM, etc. All this to awaken the people as the world turns. Answer. We call it the Great Awakening. Take it one piece at a time. Meditate to each. Fully allow your mind to clear and the light will turn on for you. MJ-12 was taken over by rogue actors after JFK. The deal was made. Where we go one, we go all means we share our conscious awareness together and unite as one. Was a uni unified theory given to the ancient peoples of Earth? Yes. Was it stolen? Yes. Was it hidden? Yes. Where is it? Eyes wide open. Maths is the universal language. Life is a spark of light. Numbers are reality. The universal language is maths. And everything is vibrating frequency. Three, six, nine, a consciousness. The universe is comprised up comprised of consciousness energy that decides by thinking and willing reality. One, two, four, five, seven and eight are chaos matrix theory. In reality, exoconsciousness is a matrix created by our individual aura EMF field 
EM, sorry, field, <laughs> that is responsible for projecting physical reality as our consciousness perceives it. Time is an illusion. It is an illusion. You can literally make it do whatever your imagination is capable of perceiving. Time is an illusion and the illusion is manipulable because numbers hold magic inside them that drive patterns throughout the universe. Synchronicity weaves the fabric of reality and those who control time control the illusion. Hyperdimensional chess. Absolute power. Many work hard to suppress your true powers. Isbees are powerful. Isbees is the mind-body connection of your source. DNA is a computer program. Collective consciousness is that all consciousness is the same. You are an Isbee. Therefore, think for yourself. Research for yourself. Learn. Improve. Love. Create. Eyes wide open. The power of 3, 6 and 9 is real. 3, 6 and 9 are consciousness. 1, 2, 4, 5, 7 and 8 a chaos matrix theory. And synchronicity weaves the fabric of reality. And I better leave it there really and we'll catch up with that next time. I hope you enjoyed that and if it's something you enjoyed, if there were some things you didn't like or liked, I really love your feedback in the chat if you can do it. And thank you so much for being here, guys. You're, you are what makes it special and humanity is why I'm here. So thank you, Nancy, for giving me the chance to do this and hopefully I'll be able to do this every week. Take care, guys. Goodbye. You have been listening to Ground Crew Adventures with Shala Avalon, a production of CosmicReality.com.